Hi everyone. Welcome to the Tech Geek podcast on living in the era of internet. Trends, tips and learnings. I'm Sukriti Adhwanshi, your host for the episode. The internet is a world in itself with the persisting circumstances where going digital is no more a choice but a requirement. We're witnessing the biggest overhaul of the internet era. The internet is still relatively young. It just celebrated its 26th birthday in 2015, and yet the connectivity has already produced long-lasting effects. It all started with a cable plugged into the phone line, and now we possess the entire world in the palm of our hands. According to the Digital India report of 2021, there were 624 million internet users in India till January 2021. the number of internet users in india increased by 47 million between 2020 to 2021 and the internet penetration in india stood at 45% in january 2021 amid all this hype of internet usage and undergoing shift where does india stand in the digital transformation what is the current status of internet usage in india are we secure from the cyber crimes how are technologies playing a key role in innovating the digital market how aware are you about anything that exists in the world of internet well to get the answers to all these questions today we are in conversation with anil kumar jain the ceo of national internet exchange of india having spent 36 years in the various telecommunication roles anil is an expert in the internet broadband and telecom sectors he was on on board with nixi for over 12 years before he took up the role of ceo just last year his aim is to make the internet accessible and beneficial to every individual in our country welcome to the show anil we are delighted to have you thank you sukriti uh so to start with uh, first of all thank you very much for the introduction and uh, i just want to tell that what nixi is actually doing for the country uh nixi is uh we can say a internet infrastructure provider to the country uh it means that uh, we are helping the internet service providers telecom service providers uh the fiber uh, providers the uh, content developers the application developers overall and providing the back uh, from the back end the complete support and infrastructure whatever is required another device which is highly recognizable this dot in represents india dot in represents internet dot in represents international that is what india is dealing and uh, today i am very happy that more than 2.6 million uh, domain users are on dot in and i am very happy to also inform all my listeners that india is the only country in the world which provide this domain in local languages dot bharat is the domain which we provide in all 22 official languages of india this is the highest in the world the next one is china with two local domain so you can understand the kind of work which india government of india has done to include all non english speaking people and illiterate people to the world of internet the second business which we uh, do uh, is to sell and manage the internet protocol addresses 
internet protocol addresses are exactly same the address which you and me have for example i have to go to sukriti's house then today i should know her postal address i should know the city where she lives i should know the uh, the the locality where she lives i should know her house number and uh, you know where uh, where the location is there similarly when we send information from one computer to another computer from one mobile to computer or from computer to any machine which is internet operated all this communication goes through a address and this address is nothing but a digit for example 101.201.25. something like that and this is unique with every computer device available with us uh, so uh, international organizations has authorized india as only few countries have authorized to sell internet protocol addresses in the world we are one of them we are lucky of them and uh, so we are uh, government of india has authorized nixi and nixi is now selling managing controlling the internet protocols available in the country the third business which with which nixi was born was in 2003 when we started a internet exchange that is how the name is national internet exchange of india now this internet exchange is nothing but a platform where internet service providers who are internet service providers for you uh jio airtel vodafone bsnl hathway these are the internet service providers which are available to you and you take internet connection from them and you consume internet from them they come and terminate themselves on nixi platform similarly the content providers who are the content providers google is content provider microsoft is con content provider akamai is content provider they also come and rest on the nixi platform then there are data centers big data centers which carry data from one place to another place from one machine to another machine these data centers also come and terminate on us so what we do what we do basically we transmit the data from one isp to another isp from cdn to isp from data center to cdn or to the isp it means we become a data exchange of between various operators between various actors who are working on broadband and internet now why we started this why a internet exchange is required this was required for two reasons initially when you were seeking information from google this information request was going from india to us and then from there the data is retrieved and again traveled from us to india to deliver it to you so it has two impact number one we were consuming international bandwidth which cost in dollars and that cost is handed over to the consumer so the broadband and internet was very costly initially the second was it takes time from to travel from india to us and back from us to india so this is called a delay delay means that when you click to seek an information it used to take 5 second 10 second to get this information technically we called it latency now this latency was very high so we reduced with the internet exchange both latency as well as the international 
currency which we were spending there so now i am very happy to inform you that almost 90 to 95% of the data which we consume on internet and broadband is within india so that is why the internet and broadband which is being delivered to all of us at home are quite reasonably cost and i think it is one of the cost effective with respect to any other country in the world so kriti what insights shared anil i am so delighted and it it, it is um, you know amazing to know such uh, fascinating numbers about our own country uh, thank you for giving those stats uh, we just quickly move on to the questions now okay the first one that i have for you is that you know in india digitization started uh, back in 2015 so according to you where do you think we are now and uh, what could be the next goal interesting uh, in fact i don't say that digitization started in 2015 digitization started you know when we started the internet and let me correct you you were saying that 25 year or 26 years that is the commercial uh, inauguration of internet but internet on a experimental basis uh, uh, with a company called rnet which is a part of government of india started somewhere in 1985 86 and even videsh sanchar nigam limited has started this uh, to have an experiment between their own employees in somewhere in 1985 but yes you are right on commercial basis internet was made available somewhere in 1995 96 that is why you said 25 26 years thank you now on on in on july 1st 2015 prime minister of india has started a new vision and new uh, you know journey called digital india as a project the objective of digital india was number one to make the indian economy as digital economy worth 1 dollar trillion by 2024 second delivery of government services digitally and third to make the people of india digitally empowered so these were the basic objective which uh, we started in 2015 and now in the last 6 uh, years we have seen that there is a huge foreign investment which is coming and which is putting money in digitization of the country there is a huge increase in the jobs of the people getting more and more jobs in the digital area uh we have grown the digital infrastructure of this country lot of computers lot of software lot of uh, optical fibers have been uh, flown in this we are strengthening the cyber security and data protection framework uh mobile connections are now touching up to 1.2 billion and over tele density was as close to around 100% sukriti so, let me tell you that in 2000 over tele density was 0.1% now in in next 21 years we have come cross to 100 and now it is only india and china which is leading the mobile tele density in the whole world we have started e governance we must have seen i think aadhar become a part of our life prime minister has started smart city concept and in 200 cities the smart cities are being done and it is in the progress and lot of companies have already got it bhim upi i am very happy to inform you that we are getting billions of transaction on upi platform per month which is highest in the world we have launched rupay 
GSTN has been implemented by Prime Minister and we have computerized GSTN 100% with GSTN IAN. And let me tell you, Sukriti, very interesting that huge amount of money is spent in government procurement, around $100 billion per year. We have started a portal which is called GEM portal. Is a government electronically market uh, and we do everything there and uh, this gem is available in seven local languages also and finally the digital locker which is available to the people of india you must have seen that we are talking about the bharat broadband from where that we have connected more than 1.5 lakh gram panchayat in the country with broadband so people of rural india are also enjoying broadband in the last five, six years, around 10,000 startups have come up and only working on digital India. And let me tell you, in the morning, I was listening to an artificial intelligence seminar where it is told that every month we are getting 10 startups as unicorn. I think that is wonderful. Nowhere, nowhere in the world it is happening. And skill development is happening. Huge and uh, e-commerce market which was virtually not there now the total turnover is around 54 billion dollars on e-commerce wi-fi at railway station i think all of us have seen so wonderful things are happening on digital india as on date now we must have seen that during covid the digitization has actually taken a jump we have seen that health management through arogya setu through covid free free consultation of by the medical uh, fraternity is happening all of us like today we are having a seminar we are having a work from home which is a new culture which has evolved and i think everybody is adopting not only you and me i think that young boys and girls students they have started getting the content of education from home prime minister has started a new thing called atam nirbhar bharat campaign and let me tell you in atam nirbhar bharat campaign most of the people who are working seriously and emotionally is on digital india uh, another growth is that social media consumption in the last two years uh, two years during covid has gone up by 87% so a lot of people are there on social media and a lot of social media is there mobile consumption has gone up and i think most important thing is that since we are at home we are not uh, utilizing patrol we are not utilizing everything i think we are having a serious positive positive impact on the environment also with the help of digital india so Kriti? that's right anil and uh, i think you gave a piece of information which was actually very important for our audience to know thank you so much for that uh, let's move on to the next one uh, what is ip version 6 how prepared do you think India is to leverage it? I think this is a very interesting question. You know, when I was talking about uh, uh, internet protocol addresses, when I was telling about uh, Nixie, uh, I said only internet protocol addresses. So internet protocol addresses are basically uh, what we were using till now is for, uh, IPv4, version 4. And since the total IPv4 version could only get 4.3 billion addresses, it means it can only satisfy to 4.3 billion devices. Now, the way it is growing, let me tell you the total number of broadband in the world are already 4.5 billion. 
so you can understand that now the addresses are exhausted right so a, there was a need for new ip addresses which can go for next 40 50 years so this is a new version of ip addresses where i can only say you that ipv6 addresses can be compared to the number of sand grains in the world it means that we all can have unlimited ip addresses with us not only the number or the growth but ip6 addresses has come with something more one is that it is highly secure internet protocol security has been built up in ipv6 usable with a proper key infrastructure data integrity is kept intact with this protocol i think you must understand that security of storing the data consuming the data and analyzing the data has become very very important second is becoming routing efficiency routing means what you know in the whole internet world we have various network element which we call node the data flow from one node to another node second node to third node third node to fourth node you and me when we are consuming broadband we may not come to know because we get the data in nanosecond or microsecond but there is a requirement since the huge amount of data is flowing the efficiency of movement of data from one node to another node has to go up so routing efficiency has go, gone up and the third one is that people are able to configure and plug in their computer device without any much configuration it means that i uh, there is a com computer network and i want to add myself in the computer network initially i used to set up lot of things to make it match make and match with the existing network now with ipv6 we don't require anything it is a auto configuration has a highly flexible and it is highly user friendly for the broadband administrator also so this is about the ipv6 uh, which we have and i'll just tell you the figure now I, i'll give you the good news good news is that ipv6 india is the best in the world we are number 1 in ipv6 adopter in the world and that is a great news which we have and i i want to tell you that till now uh, we have 28 billion ipv6 addresses which are in the hands of the people to use it and we have around 44 million ipv4 addresses which we have but the story don't stop here i think ipv6 adoption is required heavily for all of us to do that to make it more adoptable more traffic on ipv6 nixi has taken a onus and we have started something great journey now which is appreciated not only within india outside india also first when we are converting from ipv4 to ipv6 we don't know which technology to use how to do it where to do it the reason being that ipv6 is a new technology we don't have much technical power available to help the world about ipv6 so we have started a app called ip guru where we have people expert from india and international experts so anybody has any problem they can just leave the message and their query to us rest we will take care we will provide them all the technical help logistic help 
in case his system required some hardware and software we will also provide them the list of the vendor who can supply them software and hardware and once the ipv6 gets implemented we also tell them that how to test what results should come to ensure that ipv6 is perfectly implemented this service is absolutely free the second as i said that less number of people are available about knowledge about ipv6 i think it is felt that we should enhance the capacity of ipv6 expert in the country for that we started a program called nixi academy under the nixi academy we have several programs and they are uh, stored recorded as a audio visual means somebody is teaching you you are listening from computer comfortably as you are in the class you can ask questions also after every chapter there are questions and if you are able to clear the question of first chapter then only you can go to the second chapter once you complete a course nixi provide you a certificate now you can understand that since the people are not available this certificate has huge value you go to the market show that you are a trained person from nixi academy the possibility is that you will get a good job with a good salary also so this way we are now increasing the number of people knowledge about not only basic understanding of ipv6 but advanced knowledge of ipv6 security aspect of ipv6 and in future we keep on adding more and more courses which are more relevant at that particular time third thing which we have started is nixi ip index what is this nixi ip index is a is a website where we are projecting in india for example we have players who are using ipv6 the players can be the telecom service provider jio vodafone airtel bsnl um, hathway or anybody uh, and then uh, big player big organization like uh, hindustan levers reliance um, hospitals then entertainment industry how much ipv6 they are adopting and how much traffic they are passing through this so we are projecting the user wise information online on real time basis not we have, we have not stopped here we said that let us compare india with respect to other countries also so there is a there is a comparison which is india with the whole world and also with various countries so if you click on australia you will come to know what is the progress of australia as on date and not only on as on date but for the last 6 months 1 year how the australia has progressed how india has progressed and what is the comparison between these so, so basically idea of this is to motivate operators to adopt ipv6 as much as possible you know this is a feeling in the social engineering uh, if the neighbor has a good shirt i should also have a same shirt if the neighbor has a particular uh, thing in the house i should also have so similarly if jio uh, has uh, adopted ipv6 up to the level of 94% why not bsnl why not vodafone should also adopt it so this is the method and way of motivating the people this is number one number two we are also giving information to the whole world because this website is available to the whole world saying that how operators in india are adopting ipv6 and how they are getting benefit thank you anil i am just being amazed with each answer that you are giving 
and uh, it it really you know the numbers that you're sharing is is really amazing and uh, are insights that everybody should know uh talking about uh, you know cyber crimes or cyber threats uh, anil i would want to know that you know people under 18 fall prey to the most cyber bullies and with the increasing amount of internet do you agree that minors should be restricted or you know uh, to use the internet partially or maybe have certain scrutinization process before we uh, approve them of using the internet uh i think uh, this is a very burning question in not in the mind of you and me but uh, especially in the parents right so basically uh, what is cyber bullying let us let all the listener must understand it is an aggressive intentional act or behavior that is carried out by a group or an individual using electronic form of contact repeatedly and over time against a victim who cannot easily defend him or herself now uh, yes we have seen that uh, virtually one in four kids are being bullied not uh, at least once and 43% of the kids have fallen prey to cyber bullying or anti bullying and this is not happening only in india but this is happening across the world as per the report it is says that good number of bullying is in 25 countries but india is unfortunately at a very high rank we are at number 3 uh, in this now let us understand that you raised a question that whether we should stop or partially stop uh, internet access to those people who are falling to the victim uh, i'll come to this uh, first of all let us see uh, whether there are any law in india to punish those people who found cyber bullying i personally feel that there is no specific law which is available for the cyber bullying as on date but we have a information technology act 2000 uh, of over my own ministry mighty uh, which section 67 says that uh, there is a there is there are uh, uh, ways how to punish those people who are publishing or transmitting the obscene material in electronic form i think that covers the bullying then under ipc section 507 also receive criminal intimation by way of an anonymous communication that covers electronic communication and under it act also we have another section called section 66e of it act so basically government of india has provided sufficient laws to punish them but that is not we should uh, do that let us understand how to stop it how to uh, repulse those people who are undertaking the cyber bullies number one i my suggestion is that we should not respond or we should not retaliate in case somebody is putting any information on your social media don't react and uh, that person will try to avoid in case you don't react once twice then they may not they stop sending it the second advice is that whatever information is coming on your electronic media please save it saving it will help you in case it is required to go to the police or the uh, lawful interception agencies then this become a proof for you this is very important then third important is that don't stop when somebody is bullying you continuously reach out for the help and there are cyber crime uh, people uh, there are uh, in police department there are cyber crime units there is a unit in uh, mighty which is called 13 i think you can use it 
then there is there is uh, in the social media app also there is a methodology where the moment you get such kind of post you can block the person who is harassing you and also you can intimate all the people around you that who is the person who is harassing you and then you have to protect your own account that is most important your password don't share password with anybody and password should be as strong as possible and keep on changing your password after a periodicity and i think another suggestion which i want to give is that when you are preparing a social media profile then it should be very properly done don't intimate people to bully and also when you are interacting don't use any word which attract other people to bully you so be safe in transaction that is what my suggestions are there to the young generation and to the people of india about the cyber bullying cyber bullying keep on increasing as yesterday i i was attending a seminar about the dns abuse also which is nothing but a, a data security threat it is increasing at the rate of 200% to 300% per year in most of the country so when a technology come to us definitely the negative aspect of these things also comes to us and then we have to deal with them slowly and slowly so these are my advice and if we follow these rules i think the cyber bullying to the young population will go down subsequently and uh, in a good proportion sukriti thank you anil thanks for that that helps and thank you for covering the data theft part also because i think that's a very important angle for the common people as well to manage and to know and be aware fully about what's happening uh moving on to the next question uh, anil i have is that new technologies are coming in like iot ai or m2m you know into the internet space how and where is india in the direction of adopting these new technologies of internet uh, i think with, uh, this is a very interesting question which you have said because uh, i was attending a seminar in the morning which was completing the one year of launching a artificial intelligence mission in the country is a very interesting thing that uh, the new technologies which are coming up uh, uh, which are uh, knocking the door of all of us are few like internet of thing iot artificial intelligence machine to machine learning this may not be relevant to you and us but that will be relevant for uh, the manufacturers then blockchain blockchain is a technology where the computers can be distributed across the world but you feel that all the computers are available on your desk and you can communicate you can store the data you can retrieve the data you can change the data cloud computing now this is another uh, new technology which is coming up in this particular space where you don't need to purchase any computer or a hardware device the hardware device may be in us maybe in brazil but you feel that that hardware device belongs to you the advantage of this is that whenever a hardware upgradation is required or whenever a software upgradation is required you don't have to worry the people who are managing the cloud computing can take care of this second you need to manage a technical expert for your hardware and software in cloud computing you don't need any expert in that 
And another thing which is coming is the big data analytics. This you must have seen that we are having a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of Google calls, a lot of data is getting flow. So terabyte and terabyte of data is getting stored now. So there is a new technology which is coming up is the big data analytics. I think that is a fight which is going on in the social media these days also that they are collecting huge amount of data, analyzing them and then using that particular data for commercial use also. So basically uh, right now uh, there are more than 10,000 startups who are working in the country. And uh, as I said that policy on artificial intelligence is being drafted. Uh, now to adopt these uh, uh, technologies in the India, uh, I think uh, we have to resolve certain issues also. The first issue which we, which we have to resolve is the connectivity. Although we are, as I said, we are reaching around 1.2 billion mobile connections across the country. We have connected most of the villages also with telephone, but we have to first of all connect the entire population of the country and also not only providing connectivity, but a durable, stable, high speed, secure connectivity at a more comfortable rate. The second aspect which we have to deal with in country is the compatibility. See, basically, whatever equipment we are using, that equipment now should be more compatible with uh, the new technology which we are talking. For example, I'll just give one example to you. Today, you might have a mobile phone that might be 4G compatible. When 5G is now getting ready, we are getting ready for the 5G. You must have heard that trial has been given and the government of India, a lot of operators are working on the 5G. We need to access 5G, a specified 5G handset. So the end device equipment should be compatible. And even if computers and networks are getting connectivity with these particular technologies, at that particular time, the connectivity is required. Then another thing which is important to adopt this technology is interoperability. It means that we have 4G which is there and now 5G come. Now 5G cannot work in case they are not able to connect and transmit information and take information with 4G. Otherwise the whole world will go off. Right, so backend connectivity and interoperability is a must requirement for everybody. And I think the, the most important thing which I want to touch and this is my favorite subject is the cyber security. I think as the number of data, number of machines are increasing, we heard that in IoT, we will have more than 2 billion internet related devices which will get connected within this year itself. So if 2 billion devices are getting connected, huge amount of data is getting generated, all networks are on internet, so there is a cyber security threat which is there and we have to take this cyber security threat very, very carefully. Finally, in this, I just want to tell you that IoT and artificial intelligence, if they go together, then there is a possibility of increasing the productivity and also increasing the efficiency. Now, you must have seen that, uh, you know, the areas which are going to get benefited out of these beautiful technologies are COVID-19 has taught us health is a very important area. So health is going to get impacted, benefited by this. 
education which is a requirement of the country and which makes a country very powerful that you must have seen that us has become powerful because they have high level of education so artificial intelligence and uh, iot are going to benefit the education level as i said that manufacturing will become more and more automated we don't require people to be there on the shop floor people can a machine a, a factory can be operated in gurgaon from a person who is sitting in say uh, uk so you don't require a people to be physically present and of course we have seen that logistics and transport will increase and country need more efforts on energy i think efficiency in energy sector will also go up with the help of all these wonderful technologies which are going to come sukriti thanks anil and i was about to ask about 5g but you've already given us a brief description about how it's going to help the country so i'll move to the next one which is uh, what are the trending job profiles in the it security domain that is you know that aspiring engineers can actually look at and i uh, think of making their career uh, you know uh, further in the coming time sukriti so, now as the whole world is moving to digital so therefore uh, there is a there is a requirement change in the whole world including india so i personally feel that uh, uh, a new kind of expertise are required in the country as i discussed when i was discussing about ipv6 the people are required to be there so i personally feel that uh, let us talk one by one as i said that artificial intelligence is going to be very important has a big impact on the life of all of us individually as well as as the enterprise business so i think more and more experts in artificial intelligence are required then i said that uh, study says that blockchain is going to be a very dominant technology so we require people who are expert not only in hardware but in software how to manage the blockchain then there is a new group of people which are coming up uh which we call data scientist now this may be a new terminology in india and data scientist are who they work on machine to machine language they develop various data models basically they are mathematicians from the back and then they identify what are the present business issues which are available to them they produce several models they produce lot of uh, solutions to them and let me tell you that today data scientists are big in demand and highly paid people then i discussed about the cloud computing we still have lot of people which are required as skills are required in data computing and let me tell you that lot of uh, universities in the in the country have already adopted data computing as one of the subject they are specializing the people in cloud computing and they are taking out people on uh, cloud computing i think we we will may not have much requirement but big data engineering is another area which required which we initially called the business intelligence but now this is a big data analyst which are required to understand the behavior aspect of the people the purchasing aspect of the people how the people behave and how they have to work and based on the analysis of the big data engineering engineers uh, the companies are going to make uh, their forecast 
futuristic coming to the last one which i personally feel is more important is the cyber security now um, as i was telling is that cyber security is a area where which is not much taken up in the country and uh, although government of india is putting lot of efforts in cyber security but experts are not available the kind of uh, problems which we are getting is there yesterday i was uh, just reading it there was a ransom which has gone up to 30 billion dollars in the year 2020 itself across the world so it is going to be huge then you must have you must be facing the phishing emails saying that you have won a lottery you click here and then uh, you can claim your lottery or uh, you must have seen the tv ads also coming from the airtel saying that if somebody is asking about the otp and getting all the money in their computers so these kind of phishing ransomware or the uh, distributed denial of services ddos attacks are coming and third party softwares are coming i personally feel that we required people not as a generic data security people but we required people in every aspect phishing email expert ransomware expert ddos experts so i think in cyber security uh, a high technical knowledgeable society is required to be generated and let me tell you that tomorrow when we are talking about enterprise level and more and more enterprise are getting connected with the computer there has to be a data security policy in every enterprise there has to be a policy under which the access how much access has to be given to each user within the organization is the people inside the organizations are trained about the cyber attack or not and now there is a requirement of cyber audit a regular cyber audit on monthly basis or quarterly basis in every organization so i think there is a requirement of heavy requirement of cyber security expert and few companies have already taken cyber security expert in their board so i think a lot of things are happening now and the entire profile is getting changed i'll just tell you it is all wonderful years i passed out my engineering in 1981 at that particular time when we talk about used to talk about computer it was only computer engineer and then slowly and slowly it became software engineer and hardware engineer and now you see a huge list of 20 30 uh, type of uh, computer related broadband related expertise and disciplines which are coming out of various universities and now lot of organizations are also working to train the people to build the capacity of the people as we are doing in ipv6 supriti superb superb anil thank you so much for sharing such incredible experience and thoughts with us it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show you wonderfully answered the questions by substantiating with you know the entire thing with some insightful facts thank you for being a part of the show thank you for being here sukriti thank you very much and i want to thank uh, the entire audience also and basically nixi is working for the country and uh, dear friends dear listener i want that you be safe uh, from computer point of view take precautions whatever guidelines are issue, being issued by the government of india and i hope that all of us will be safe from any kind of cyber bullying cyber security cyber attacks or anything have a wonderful digital india which is coming in future 
and thank you very much have a wonderful day to all of you thank you